May the Lord bless our thoughts, our reflection today in Christ's name. There was a pastor who taught his family, etong turo niya sa pamilya niya, when you are tempted, when you are being tempted by the devil, tell the devil, get behind me, Satan. Okay, so magandang advice yan. So sabi niya sa asawa niya, sa mga anak niya, pag pumupunta tayo sa mall o namamasyal tayo, temptations will be there. So just tell the devil, get behind me, Satan. So nung umalis na sila sa mall, pumusila sila sa mall, yung asawa niya nakabili ng damit na sobrang mahal pero maganda. Naubos ang pera nila dun sa damit na yon. So nung pinakita na ng asawa niya, lumapit siya, Han, bumili ako ng damit. Sabi ng asawa niya, magkano yan? Sabi niya, ito yung resibo. Nung nakita niya, 5,000, ubos na yung pera nila. Sabi ng asawa niya, bakit hindi mo sinabi, get behind me, Satan? Sabi ng asawa niya, sinabi ko naman sa demonyo, get behind me, Satan. Yun lang, sinagot niya ako, maganda rin yung likod ng damit mo. <laughs> okay? So, wala, walang nagawa, no? Binili na lang yung damit. And sometimes, this is something we need to realize in Lenten season. We celebrate not our sins, kasi minsan iniisip natin Lent, pag-isipan natin yung mga kasalanan, yung mga failures natin kay Lord. And you know, every Lenten season, we create an atmosphere of sorrow. That should not be. Because Lent, like I've said, it's all about the love of God for us. We sin every day, we fail every time, yet in spite of that, God loves us. And the reason why we are here today, it's not because we are convicted of our sins. We come to church to worship God because we have realized how much God loves us. At alam naman natin, pag merong nagmamahal sa atin, And once you begin to understand how much that person loves you, automatically, the human heart will also fall in love. Amen? That's why sinabi ni Jesus, It's not that you love me, but I have loved you. Okay? It's not because you really love God. That's not the point. The point we should reflect and meditate upon every day God loves me. Amen? In spite of sin, in spite of my failures, God will always love you. He will accept you as you are, but He will not leave you as you are. Amen? Hindi ka niya hayayaan din na ganyan ka na lang forever. He will bring you up. And that is what Lent is all about. We are preparing, not for the sake of preparing. Lent is a season of preparation, not just because we want to be prepared only. We prepare our hearts for the resurrection of Christ. Because it is in the resurrection of Jesus that we also rise up with Him.
we rise up with Him from all our failures. Today, Sunday, we celebrate the resurrection of Christ. Wala pang Easter, Sunday pa lang, in Lent. We already celebrate that resurrection. Why? To make us see ourselves that we rise up with Christ in His resurrection. But our hearts are so tainted with sin. Our hearts is so tainted with selfishness that we cannot see Jesus loving us and wanting us to rise up with Him. Yan ang pinaghahandaan natin. That in resurrection, we rise up with Christ. We rise up with Christ from our sin, from our poverty, from our failures, from any setback you may have in your life. For some people, rising up means getting healed from sickness. Amen? And so we have to be prepared. Our hearts should be conditioned. That's why we have this season of Lent. Our gospel today speaks of, tells the story about the woman that Jesus encountered in a Samaritan village. Do you know her name? Kilala nyo ba siya? Okay. In the Bible, she has no name. Hindi siya pinangalanan sa Bible. And it's a good thing because there are certain things the Bible is silent, but we could have ideas when we listen to the fathers of the church, yung the early fathers of the church. Alam nyo ba may pangalan tong babae na to? Because this person, this woman that Jesus met, the Samaritan woman, eventually became a disciple of Jesus. She started to follow Jesus. And you know, in the early church, she is even considered as one equal to the apostles. Amen? Amen. And when she got baptized in the church, her name was Fotina. Saint Fotina. And Saint Fotina is celebrated, yung martyrdom niya, he followed Christ until his resurrection, until his death and resurrection. Eventually, Fotina was led to Rome, and there before Nero, she was martyred. Pinatay siya doon. Okay? And her feast, guess what? Kailan celebrate yung feast niya? March 20. Malapit na. And Saint Fotina is the patron saint of all lay persons. Okay, info lang yan. And this is her story. Etong nangyari. And there, we can learn three principles from our narrative from the gospel today. In our story, ang sinabi dito, Jesus from Judea, he was going to Jerusalem. Okay, he was going from Judea, pupunta siya ng Jerusalem. And walang ibang dadaanan kundi yung lugar ng mga Samaritans. They will have to pass there. But to give you a background, the Jews and the Samaritans magkaaway ang mga yan. They don't like each other. There is something in their culture that they clash. Magkaiba ang paniwala, magkaibang pananampalataya, magkaibang ugali nila. That's why when Jews, yung mga Hudyo, pag pumupunta sa Jerusalem and from Jerusalem go to Judea, dadaan sila doon sa lugar ng mga Samaritans, they bypass that. 
instead of going through the town, instead of going through that place, tatabi sila. They will take the long road. Kasi ayaw talaga nila makasalubong yung mga Samaritans. They won't even look at a Samaritan. Some of the Pharisees even said, if you talk to a Samaritan, you will become unclean. Hindi ka pwedeng pumasok sa temple. Ganun katindi. But here in our gospel today, we started out, Jesus was going to Jerusalem and instead na iwasan niya yung Samaritan, what Jesus did was He went through Samar, Samaria. And He went to a particular place, Sychar, isang town yan. Sychar is a town in Samaria and it's in the middle of Samaria. Jesus went there as if talagang sinasadya ng Diyos. He went there. And there He sat by the well in the middle of the day, that's noontime, his disciples left him there to get some food for him. So, nandun siya. Okay? Then, in the middle of the day, while he was there alone in the well, a Samaritan woman came to draw water. Eto na. Alam niyo yung story na to. Itong isang na pinakamahaba na account sa Bible na nag-usap si Jesus and a particular person. Mahaba yung usapan nila. Okay? Amen? Now you have to understand and we have to look at the story very well because this story has something to do with you and me today. That's why we listen because we can learn three lessons. And also the story of this woman at the well, the Samaritan woman, it is a story that is so full of theological insights. Kaya maraming lessons ang pwedeng ituturo dito sa kwentong ito. It is so rich in theological insights. And so, this is what happened. Noon ang na, Jesus met this woman and guess who engaged? Kasi hindi nag-uusap ang mga Jews at Samaritan. It was Christ Himself who started out. You know, sometimes we think tayo ang nag-uumpisa. Sometimes we think we initiate to pray, we initiate to talk to God, we initiate to worship God. No. Before you can decide to pray, before you can decide to worship God, already God encountered you and God is calling you. Why are we here today to worship God? It's not because you decided kahapon, magsisimba ako bukas. You know why we are here today? Bakit nandito tayo? Because God called us to be here today. He invites us. That invitation in your heart from God will always draw a response from you. That is why Nung nakita yung Samaritan woman na yon and Jesus, it was Jesus who started the conversation. And tingnan mong ginawa ni Jesus, sabi sa kanya, can I have a drink? Remember, Jews don't talk to Samaritans. And hindi lang Samaritan. She was a woman. Kaya sabi ng Samaritans, woman, he said to Jesus, you are a Jew. Why do you talk to me, a Samaritan woman? Now, 
Intindihin natin sa kultura nila at the time, men don't speak with women. Hindi kayo nag-uusap. Pag naglalakad yung asawa, the husband walks, the wife cannot walk with her husband. The wife should walk behind. Amen? Kaya minsan, pag sumasakay ako sa mga sasakyan ng mga kasama natin sa church, pinapalipat nila yung asawa nila. Sweetheart, doon ka muna sa likod, si father dito sa harap. Sabi ko, para tayong mga Samaritan, ah. Okay? They let their wives transfer at the back. Okay? Because men, in their culture at the time, sa panahon ni Jesus, women don't have the same status as men. Kahit na sinasabi sa Bible na yung babae at lalaki are equal in the eyes of God. But at the time of Jesus, it was not that way in their culture. Women were looked upon as properties. Hindi sila ka-level ng lalaki. That's why when you talk to a woman, oy, wag kang makipag-usap sa babae mag-isa because that woman is the property of someone. Diba, pag may pumasok sa bahay mo na hindi mo kilala, nagagalit ka. Anong tawag natin dyan? Tres passing. This is my property. Why are you here? That's why when you talk to a woman without her husband, without her father, that is a no-no. Hindi pwede yan. Men don't talk to women, especially when they're alone. Because women are properties. You will be trespassing if you talk to a woman. Hindi pwede yan. And here comes Jesus. Jesus was breaking all the cultural barriers. Kahit kultura nila yan. You know, ganyan si Lord. He will cross boundaries and barriers that separate people from each other. Ang culture nila, yung religious belief nila magkaiba, yet Jesus, here comes Jesus talking to this woman. The first principle I would like you to understand, the love of God for us, the love of God for each and everyone is so great that God will always pursue you. Hahabulin at hahabulin ka ng Diyos palagi. Whatever it is that stand between you and God, the barriers that people create, that cultures will create, that religion will create, any barriers, even your personal barriers, naglalagay tayo ng harang minsan, ayaw natin lapitan tayo ng Diyos, ayaw natin pakailaman tayo ng Diyos. So we have cultural barriers, we have uh, religious barriers, we have our personal barriers to keep us away from God. But God is relentless. Hindi nagpapahinga ang Diyos sa kakahabol at hahabol at hahabol sa'yo. Do you think it was an accident that Jesus was there in the middle of Samaria at that time? No, He was not there by accident. Jesus, Jesus determined. Sinadya niya yun. And He came at that particular time. You know why? Because Jesus knows the time where we will be in that particular place. That's how much God loves us. God will not just give up on you. Pag sinabi mo kay Lord, ayaw ko na sa'yo, Lord. Akala mo gigive up na si Lord? Akala mo tatalikod na yung Diyos at iwanan ka na? No, He will not. 
Even at the last breath you have here on earth, God will continue to pursue you. Amen? That's how much He loves you. And Jesus here comes now talking to that woman at the well. And sabi niya, painom naman, give me a drink. And sabi na, woman, you, you're a Jew. And you're asking me for a drink, a Samaritan woman. Okay? Then they further continue on. And sabi ni Jesus, you only know kung alam mo lang kung sinong humihingi ng tubig sa'yo. Ikaw ang dapat humingi sa kanya because he can give you water that will not make you thirsty anymore. You will not need to come back here anymore. It's a water that will be a spring in your heart welling up to eternal life. Jesus was talking about spiritual things. And sometimes, yan naman, mali natin. When Jesus begins to, to talk about deep things and spiritual things, we think na yung pinag-uusapan yung tubig lang. It was not the water anymore. So, sabi ng babae sa kanya, sabi niya, Sir, you have no, wala kayong pangkuha ng tubig. The well is very deep. You have nothing to draw from. Okay. Then Jesus started to engage in a conversation. Ganyan ang Diyos natin. When we encounter Jesus, He will engage us in a conversation. He wants you to talk to Him. Why? Because Jesus is interested in what you have to say. Bakit gusto ni Lord makipag-usap sa atin? Kasi interesado siya sa iyo. He loves you so much that He finds you very interesting. And everything you need to say to Him is important to Him. He listens. That is why prayer is our primary activity here on earth because God loves to listen to us when we talk to Him. So, sinatuusap niya na yung babae, nag-uusap sila, nag-uusap. At the end of their conversation, sabi ng babae, bigyan mo ako ng tubig na yan. And Jesus said, oh sige, bigyan kita. Tawagin mo yung asawa mo. Call your husband. And the woman said, I don't have a husband. Wala akong asawa. Then Jesus said to her, you're right. Hindi sinungaling yung babae. And the good thing about when you talk to God, huwag nyo nang bulahin ang Diyos. What is important when you talk to God? You're honest. Amen? Don't try to hide yourself from God when you talk to God. Speak to God. Tell Him, Lord, I, I, I don't like you anymore. Okay? God understands. But the good thing about prayer is we have to be honest. You have to be sincere when you talk to God. Ayaw kong kausap yung tao na hindi sincere. Yung alam kong binubola lang ako, may mga hidden agenda, kinakausap ka, may mga tinatago, nakakatakot yung tao na yan, ayaw makausap yan. Mas mabuti pa yung tao sabihin sa akin, alam mo, Father, napakapangit ng buhok mo. At least honest. Magagalit din ako, pero hindi ako magtatampo because that person is honest. Anong pangit? Gwapo yan. ba? Diba? 
So, the, the woman was now talking to Jesus. They were engaging each other. Sabi ni Lord, sige, you call your husband. And the woman said, I don't have a husband. And, and Jesus said to her, you're right. You're speaking the truth. Why? Because you had five husbands. Five times winner ka na. You have had five husbands. And the man that you are living with today is not your husband. Okay? And the woman was surprised. Sabi ng woman sa kanya, Now I see you are a prophet. Ano unang tawag ng woman sa kanya? Jew. The next time the woman addressed him, tanawag sa kanya, Sir na. Ito, prophet ng tawag sa kanya. Can you see the progression? Habang nakakausap mo si Lord, maybe sa umpisa, hudyo lang ang tawag mo sa kanya, then he becomes Sir to you. Then sabi niya, you are a prophet. And the woman was talking to Jesus. Sabi niya, you know, I have had a bad marriage, a terrible marriage. We're talking about that. Ini-engage siya ni Lord on personal matters. At itong sagot ng babae sa kanya, eh, kayo kasi. You want us to worship in Jerusalem. But our father Jacob has taught us to worship in the mountain of Gerizim. Gezarim o Gerazim. Diyan kami nagwe-worship. You know, iniba niya kaagad ang topic. When God begins to become personal with you, sometimes we switch to religion. Bakit? Ina-avoid natin yung mga personal na bagay kasi masakit. So when Jesus talked to her about her husbands and her immoral life, nag-switch siya ng kwento, sabi niya, ah, you, kasi kayo gusto niyo magsimba doon eh. Sabi sa amin dito, he switched the conversation to religion. And my dear brothers and sisters, sometimes ganyan tayo. To avoid personal conflicts, to avoid personal interaction with God, we talk of other topics. Ayaw natin pag-usapan ng buhay natin. Amen. And so the second thing we need to understand about God, number one, God loves you so much, He will not give up pursuing you. The second thing, God loves you so much that He will change you. His love for you is a transforming life. It can change your life. And so nung kinausap niya yung babae na yon. The woman was so touched by what Jesus. Now, sabi niya, you are a prophet. And the Lord said, you know, pinag-aawayan niyo, saan tayo mag-worship? Sabi niyo, dito kayo sa bundok. Sabi ng mga Jews, doon tayo sa, sa Jerusalem. And this is what I tell you. A day will come that you will neither worship in Jerusalem or in this mountain. A day will come that you will worship God in spirit and in truth. It will not matter where you go. The place where you go will not matter to God anymore. It's how you would worship God that is more important. You will worship Him in spirit and in truth. In spirit, in truth. Jesus is the truth. You will worship Him in Jesus. That's the kind of worship that God is pleased with. The place will not matter. Amen? 
hindi lang ito. Then they started to change. And finally, sabi ng babayo, sige, magulo kang kausap. You know, dami natin pinag-uusapan, nagtatalo tayo. When the Messiah comes, so the Samaritans believe darating yung Messiah. The Samaritans also believe that Christ will come. Sabi niya, when the Messiah comes, He will teach us everything. And this is the greatest thing that happened to her. Jesus said to her, I am He. Ako yung hinihintay niyo. That revelation of Jesus as a Savior. Now, the woman started calling Him a Jew, Sir, Prophet, now He is the Savior. Iba na yung pagkakilala ng babae. Then when the woman heard about that, when he heard that Jesus declaring as the Messiah, he encountered the Messiah in her life. Sabi niya, let me go back. Tinapo niya yung lalagyan niya ng tubig. He left the jar that she was carrying and she started to go out in the village to tell the people, I have met the Messiah. The third thing we have to understand about the love of God, yes, the love of God can change you. But the love of God will also compel you to go on a mission. And my dear brothers and sisters, that's what's happening to us in our community. We've met Jesus. We've encountered Him. He never stopped pursuing us as a people. And His love has transformed us, changed us in so many ways. It has changed me so many ways. But the love of God also compels us to go into the world and proclaim the good news. That's why this woman, ang tawag sa kanya, she was the first woman evangelist. Amen? Futina is the first evangelist. He went out, he talked to the people in her town at dinala niya yung mga tao. She brought her to Jesus where the people will also encounter Jesus in their life. Then they invited Jesus to come to their town and Jesus went with them kahit na mga Samaritan yan. You know, ang sabi ni Lord sa atin, you go into the world. Don't just stay inside your church. Don't just be comfortable with your community, your brothers and sisters. Dito lang tayo palagi. Go into the world. Enter Samaria. Enter those places. You know there are people there who would want to have an encounter with God. Don't be afraid to go out there. And when you do go out there, proclaim Jesus. That's why sinasabi ko palagi, may mga tao na hindi talaga lalapit sa simbahan. There are people who will never come to church. Well, if they will not come to church, what will we do? We will bring Jesus to them. If they will not come to church to meet Jesus, then I will bring Jesus to them. I will go to them. I will find them wherever, kung saan silang well nagtitipon. I will go there and just present Jesus to them. Because I know, I know, when they encounter my Jesus, when they would begin to know my Jesus, you know what happens? Jesus will not stop loving them and pursuing them. 
neither will the church. Kaya hindi rin tayo titigil ng kakapunta sa mundo na dalhin si Kristo doon. And I also know that once a people will encounter Jesus in their lives, I know their lives will never be the same again. Amen? Alam ko. How do I know that? I've seen that in my own life through the years, how God, how Jesus transformed my life. If Jesus can transform me, why can He not transform others as well? I know His love will transform them. And I also know that when people are transformed by the love of God, there will now be a calling that will come in the life of the person, an invitation by God Himself, an invitation to go and proclaim, to change our life. Amen? From sinners, we become Christ messengers, ambassadors. Amen? And I pray that this gospel today will not just be one of those stories that we hear in church. I pray that this gospel today would be Christ Himself that you are encountering in your life. I pray that today as we go out, these words will remain in your mind. It will challenge you. It will challenge you to reflect at this time of Lent, to make you think, to stop for a moment in your life from your work, from your daily activities, you would have a time to stop for a while and begin to reflect, God loves me so much that He sent His Son for me. And even if He had to die on the cross, He would do it still. Why? Because He loves me. God will never give up on you. God will never give up on me. So don't give up on yourself. And the second thing is this. If you don't like what's happening in your life, if you don't like the circumstances surrounding your life, take note, everything on earth is temporary. It could change anytime. And a living encounter with Jesus would change all that. Babago ang buhay natin. If you're tired of poverty, get out of poverty. Amen? If you are tired with toxic relationship, walk out from those relationships. If you're tired of sickness, why don't you just rise up and get out from the sick bed? Can you do that? Yes, we can do that. Let Christ come into your life. Open your heart to the love of God that is in Christ. Our second reading talks about the love of God shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Open your heart to the love of Jesus. Invite Jesus every day. Come into my heart, Lord. Come, let me encounter you. Let me engage you. Let's talk to each other. When that happens, your life will change. And every radical change, every important change that happens in life, it begins in the heart. Before circumstances will change around you, God will change you first. Ikaw munang magbabago. Because sometimes the problem with poverty is not the economic crisis. The problem with poverty sometimes is tayo mismo. Amen? The problem with sickness sometimes, it's not the sickness, it's not the disease. It is us. Kaya sinasabi ng doktor sa akin, bawal po, Father, ang matamis. 
Huwag kang kumain ng matamis, Father. Bawal yan. Eh, kahapon may nakita akong cake eh. Tinikman ko yung cake, sabi ko, hindi naman masyadong matamis. So, kumain ako ng cake. Tapos, pangalawa, sabi ko, okay naman siguro, bihira naman akong kumakain eh. So, dalawang slice na naman yung kinain ko. Tapos, nakatatlo ako. Tatlong slice ng cake. Sabi ko, in Jesus' name, I am healed. Sabi ng Holy Spirit sa akin, tumigil ka. Okay? The problem with sickness sometimes, it's not the sickness, it's the person. Amen? Pag sinabi ng doktor, bawal yan, anong ibig sabihin yan? May pag-asa ka pa. Pag sinabi ng doktor, sige na Father, kainin mo na lang lahat ng gusto mo, wala ka ng pag-asa dyan. Kaya, I am in that stage where the doctor said, bawal, 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 huwag kang kumain yan. Ibig sabihin, may pag-asa pa ako. Amen? God will change you first before He changes the circumstances when you encounter God. And the third thing, dito, I'm so excited about the third thing. When you begin to change, when your life begins to transform you, you begin to fall in love with Jesus. Every day, nakaka-inlove na si Lord. Hindi na ako mapakali sa isang araw, hindi ko siya makausap, hindi ko siya makita. I'm so in love with Him that it will change your life. And you know, when your life begins to change, Jesus will tell you, Whom shall I send? There are others who need to change. Sino kaya ang ipapadala ko? What do we say? Here I am, Lord. Send me. Amen? Send me. As you have changed me, I would like to be an instrument of change for others. Amen? There were people that God sent to me that changed my life. Their lives have an impact on my life. One of them is here today. Nandito siya. Worshiping with us. Nagkaroon ng impact ang buhay ko dahil sa kanya. And I would also live, like to have an impact on others. What this person has done for me, what people has done for me, what Jesus has done for you, you do not just pay back, you pay forward. As you have been changed by the lives of those Christ has changed, now go into the world. Change lives. Make a difference in the lives of others. Start with the children. Start with the children. Make a difference the life of the children. How, how, do you, how do you do that in the life of the children? Well, sa mga pari, sino yung mga pari dito? Okay, I'll give you one thing that you can do as a priest. Remember when the parents were bringing the children to Jesus. Every time kung saan si Lord nagpupunta, parents will always bring their children to Jesus. Nagagalit na nga yung mga apostol eh, kasi ang ingay. No? But parents will bring their children to Jesus. Why would they do that? So Jesus can play with them? No. So Jesus can teach them? No. Why would parents bring the children to Jesus? So Jesus can bless them. Kaya mga pare, mga fathers, when you go out, take the children and bless them. That is one of the things I enjoy as a priest. I get the privilege of people bringing their children to me so I can bless them. It will change the lives of those children. So I pray today, this will not just be a teaching to us, it will be a revelation to us. 
and revelations can change our life. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen.